Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I am your host, Karen Curtis. And this week, we're going to talk about a massive shootout that happened in Point Siena, Florida. So you're like, okay, Karen, where's Point Siena, Florida? Well, it's in our favorite county with our favorite sheriff, Polk County and Sheriff Grady Judd, who says, if you shoot people in our county, you'll end up graveyard dead. And yep, that's what happened. He was shot in the face. The bullet went clear through the brain, out the back of his head, and he's up moving around, and he's begging, please don't let me die. Point Siena, by the way, is just southwest of Kissimmee and St. Cloud and to the east of Haines City. It's really in central Florida. So now you have an idea of where this thing took place. Just last month, on February 23rd. And it's really amazing because children were in the house at the time of the shooting. It was in a neighborhood. But wait, there's more. Just after the shooting occurs, we see a school bus pull up and stop right at the end of the driveway and let children off. It was in the middle of the afternoon. It's just amazing that no children were shot in this whole thing. Now, there were two victims in a car who were just visiting the house. And then you had the guy in the house that owned the house, and you have a third guy. And apparently, this whole thing was gang-related. They were all in the same gang, though. <laughs> and it was over a girlfriend, a woman. They're really all victims, except for the one suspect. So they're called victims one, two, three, four, and five. Kind of like thing one, thing two, Dr. Seuss. No, but you're going to hear Sheriff Judd explain it better than I am because it gets confusing. Because obviously you can't use their names because they're victims. So I'm gonna talk victim one, victim two, victim three, victim four, victim five, because there were a lot of folks here. You have victims one and two that were visiting, they were sitting in the driveway in their car. They were just visiting. And then you have victim three who confronts the suspect when he arrives on the scene. And then you have victim four who runs into the house where there are kids. So I'm going to let Sheriff Judd explain it, but 911 received a call from a home on Sawfish Drive regarding a shooting and a vehicle crash. So here's what happened. Our deputies arrived shortly after 4.15 in the afternoon to find absolute mayhem occurring. There was one deceased person in the front yard of one house and there were two folks in a car crashed across the street. The male was shot in the head. We'll call him victim one. Now understand that he was shot in the face. The bullet went clear through the brain, out the back of his head, and he's up moving around. Our victim is a black male, 30 years of age, and he's begging, please don't let me die. And our deputies did everything they could to keep him from dying. In fact, he's, he made it. Right so far, 
but he's very, very, very critical and unstable at a trauma center in Osceola County. Victim two was in this white car, which was a 2019 Nissan. She is only 19 years of age and she's a black female. She was shot in the face and in the hand. It appears the shot in the face has gone through her jaw sideways and did not get into her brain. While we're not sure that victim one is gonna survive at this point, we do believe, at least according to the best information we can get from the hospitals, that victim two is going to be all right. Because when deputies arrived, victim one who was shot multiple times, once in the face, went through his face, from the front of his face, throughout the back of his head. And he was outside of the car standing there for some reason, unbelievably so. And then the girl in the car with him was also shot. She's a 19-year-old female. They were in a Nissan Altima. And the car rolled into the neighbor's yard and hit a fence. Okay? So here's Sheriff Grady Judd explaining some of this crazy story. They were sitting in a car backed up in this driveway. Our suspect is Derek Bacot. He's deceased. He was deceased in the yard. But Derek came up to the house with a bag strapped over his shoulder because he had called one of our victims to meet him at his house. And he said, no, I'm not coming to your house. If you want to see me, come here. So he did. He parked his car and he starts walking up. Now, we know now that Derek and our other victim, one of our victims, had the same girlfriend in common at some point in time. So he walks up. He actually greets one of our victims. When the victim who he had problems with tried to greet him, he punched him in the face and immediately pulled out a firearm. By the way, the shooter had a bag full of guns over his shoulder, probably stolen. He came to party. Now victim four runs into the house. Victim three is punched, but he's not injured. Victim four owns the house and we had four children, females, four years old, 12 years old, and nine years old in the house, and one male, three years old in the house. Now, victim five, who sees this, has retreated into a garage and has taken possession of a firearm. And while our suspect has his gun out now and shooting in the direction of victim three and four, and then shooting into the car of victim one and two, a gunfight ensues. We believe that victim five actually shot first at this early stage of the investigation because our suspect was holding a gun on the other four people. Well, when victim one shoots, that's when our suspect shoots in the direction of victim three and four and then turns the gun and starts shooting into the car and shoots victim one and two. Our suspect is shot, wanders over into the grass, sets down, and ultimately dies in the front yard. Sheriff Judd also released video of the shootout 
there were obviously doorbell cameras that caught the whole thing. And he showed some of it to the press during the press conference. And he says, hey, this isn't something we usually do, but... Well, I want to make it abundantly clear. The gangsters shooting is not going to be accepted, even if it results in their death. That's our suspect. And you see him shooting into the car. He's been shot. He sits down and subsequently dies where you see him. Once again, our two victims in the car are just there visiting. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. So the investigation is ongoing, and you still have the two people from the car, the man and the woman, the 30-year-old and the 19-year-old. They're still in the hospital, and he's still in critical condition. She's expected to survive. She's also in critical condition, but stable. He's in unstable condition. So the suspect, Derek Ice Bacotti, who's 34, his nickname is Ice. Apparently, he called earlier and requested to meet victim three, whom he punched in the face so that they could fight regarding a girlfriend that they had in common. Some of the witnesses suspected the reason he was here and angry was because we had just arrested someone for doing an armed burglary at that house over the weekend. That has been dispelled at this point. Still, the best information that we have is that it was a girlfriend argument. Now, people at the scene tell us that all of these folks are members of a gang. It's the same gang. They're all friends or acquaintances. Well, I mean, you don't need enemies if you've got friends and acquaintances like this. Now, victim five is, okay, he's a felon, so he shouldn't have had a gun, but he was justified in using the gun that he shouldn't have had because of Florida Stand Your Ground law. He was defending the other victims who were being shot by the suspect, ICE. And victim five, who legitimately had a legal right to protect himself and these others from Derek, who comes up and pulls a gun on them all, tells us, I didn't shoot anybody. He's not being cooperative. But that doesn't surprise us because our victim allegedly is an associate or a gang member. He's not cooperating. You know why? Because he's got previous gun charges and he's a felon. So he just denies everything, which is the normal routine. Even though it appears that our victim five was legitimately standing his ground and protecting himself and these other people. It doesn't mean that there couldn't be issues with tampering with evidence because we have video subsequent to the shooting. He jumps in his vehicle and takes off. So do you follow? So at the end of the day, the investigation's still underway. We find victim five in Osceola County. Now, we've got witnesses that said he shot. We've got video from home surveillance cameras 
that show him there. We can account for our shot victims and our alive victims. The, the driver of the car was the one when we arrived, was out of the car. How he was standing up, we don't ever know because he was shot through and through in the head. And our deputies immediately rendered aid and potentially saved his life to this point, but he is critical and unstable. The other lady is critical and stable, and certainly our prayers are that she makes the full recovery, and our prayers are that he recovers as well. Sheriff Grady Judd reiterates that now the community is safe and that everyone has been identified and the aggressor is dead, but still there's no excuse for this type of violence and for putting children in danger's way. This is the violence that's not acceptable. In that bag are two more firearms. Now our victim five is under the garage back this way, shooting back at him while he's shooting as well. You see he's got on his blue LA hat, which is a symbol of one of the gangs. So he's, he's gangstered up and gangster shot. And wrapping up, I'm not gonna talk about the second amendment. These guns were stolen. I'm also not going to talk about gangs and the fact that they supplant the family unit. I'm gonna talk about the kids that were exposed to this shootout. The children in the house heard the shooting and probably could see it outside the window. And then you had the children who were getting off the bus right in front of the house where the shooting took place, who would see possibly the bloody corpse of Derek Ice Bacot lying on the lawn, or even a massive crime scene with the yellow tarp over the body. Still, these kids are returning home from school and they see this massive crime scene. What does this teach them? It teaches them that violence is in their neighborhood. They are too young to experience this fear and anxiety. The real tragedy is the couple in the Nissan Altima, especially the 30-year-old male who was shot in the head through and through. I'll keep you posted on whether or not he makes it. Oh, by the way, I do also want to tell you that some changes are in the offing for me. I know I sound a little funny because I'm recording in my home, but that's going to change. I am going to be joining a major radio network and I will be producing my podcast from there. So I'll let you know how you can continue to listen to Full Rigor and me and where you can find me live on the air. But until then, that wraps up Full Rigor. Thanks for listening. Until next time.